Anyone know what that is? That's music to my ears. That's another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether you're selling shirts or sandals, start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll customize your online store to your brand, discover new customers, and build relationships that will keep them coming back. Shopify covers all the sales channels to successfully grow your business, from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free on-demand business courses, Shopify is here to help you succeed every step of the way. It's how every minute, new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify. And you can do it too. I love how Shopify makes it simple for anyone to sell their products anywhere. Whether they're eBooks or earrings, Shopify simplifies starting and running your own successful business. When you're ready to take your idea to the world, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform powering millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Now it's your turn to try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. So sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite. Go to shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite, to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash c-suite. You're listening to Thinking Outside the Bud, where we speak with entrepreneurs, investors, thought leaders, researchers, advocates, and policymakers who are finding new and exciting ways for cannabis to positively impact business, society, and culture. And now, here is your host, business coach, Bruce Eckfeldt. Are you a CEO looking to scale your company faster and easier? Check out Thrive Roundtable. Thrive combines a moderated peer group mastermind, expert one-on-one coaching, access to proven growth tools, and a 24-7 support community. Created by Inc. award-winning CEO and certified scaling-up business coach Bruce Eckfeldt, Thrive will help you grow your business more quickly and with less drama. For details on the program, visit Eckfeldt.com slash thrive. That's E-C-K-F-E-L-D-T dot com slash thrive. Welcome, everyone. This is Thinking Outside the Bud. I'm Bruce Eckfeldt. I'm your host. And our guest today is Rami Sahar. He is founder and CEO of ClickMJ. We're going to talk to him about what he's built in terms of a business to really think about how dispensaries can better communicate with their customers, uh, how to provide an all-in-one platform. Excited to talk about this. I think this whole idea of how do you build relationships with customers given the regulatory advertising situation we're in in the cannabis space uh, is a key one. You know, Cannabis is a regulated industry and somewhat complicated. So I think solutions that help dispensaries, help brands connect better with their customers is going to be a, an important part of this. And uh, Click has done some really interesting things. I'm excited to talk about the technology, how they've approached it, their story. With that, Rami, welcome to the program. Appreciate it, Bruce. Thanks for having me this morning. So why don't we talk a little bit about the background? I'm always curious how people get into the cannabis space, how they start cannabis businesses. What was your background? What's your story? I'm a business guy. So, um, you know, I was raised by a single mother. She's been a businesswoman all her life. So for as long as I can remember, since I was like 10 or 11 years old, she'd take me in and do sales at all her stores and then sell the uh, skincare that she was uh, she was exclusive agent for. So, you know, I had the upbringing paved the way to what I am today. 
okay. Yeah. But you know, we did move into uh, we did go through a couple of obstacles. I moved from uh, two industries, so I started off doing um, law school in London at Brunel University. I did that for two years, and then I decided that law wasn't for me. I've always wanted to be a businessman and open up my new company, but I didn't really know what what I was uh, what I wanted to start in the first place. Mm, yeah. After college, got myself. Uh, I came back to the states, did my whole business degree, graduated. Then I got a job in a small little country called Qatar next to Dubai. Oh, yeah. They have like the highest GDP per capita. It was nice as a developing country, beautiful country. And I started working there as a business development executive for a contracting construction company. With that, we were like um, forming joint ventures between the largest contracting companies in the, in the MENA region, where we would both go tackle projects such as metros, infrastructure, stadiums, and so on. So that gave me experience to uh, start and close large deals within the construction world. And uh, we were actually a really small team of three who were forming these joint ventures. Yeah. Yeah. After that, I decided to come back home, co-founded a skincare company based out of Newport Beach. It's 100% pure and natural, no preservatives, no parabens. I mainly got into that because of my mother. My mother asked me if I wanted to get on board. She was starting this new company and she had the distribution all under control. I was like, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah. I could get great experience. So why not? So we rolled with it. And now we supply stores locally, hopefully moving into Sprouts, Whole Foods. And it's still private, generating money. And since that, um, how I started with ClickMJ is, <laughs> it's a funny story. <laughs> I was sitting with one of my buddies and he was visiting me from, um, uh, from abroad. And, um, I, you know, obviously we were chilling and he, he's new to California. So he's all about the California weed and he was trying it out. And he got hungry, and I had no idea what to get him. And uh, he started getting hungry every single night he was in California. (laughs) (laughs) Became a pattern. (laughs) Exactly, became a pattern. And every day I was like, okay, what am I ordering you? He's like, I want to try and save money on this and that. I was like, how come these advertising, uh, how come these restaurants or entertainment stores aren't really advertising to us at this point? We're, I mean, you know, we consume cannabis and food goes hand in hand with it on a daily basis. So I noticed that really nobody's really targeting cannabis consumers and mainly because of the rules and regulations that have been set for us. That being said, we decided to um, put QR codes on dispensary exit bags and start advertising non-cannabis businesses to the cannabis consumer. So what that looked like is uh, you would walk into a dispensary, you'd get this exit bag in which uh, is a part of the rules and regulations set forth. You're not allowed to walk out of the dispensary without the product being that in that child-resistant bag. Yep. You'd get that bag, there's a QR code on every side, on each side of the bag. You'd scan one side. With our ClickMJ app, you'd get a food deal or entertainment deal within a 10-mile radius of the store. You scan the other side, and you're getting the cannabis deal for that same dispensary. So that worked well. It was a logistical nightmare um, because <laughs> of the bags. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, But what was great about it is that the dispensary called us up and was like, hey, guys, you are generating us so much money. In fact, it was about $13,000 in, in two weeks and a half. Wow. But forget the bags. Can you just take this discount? We'll send you this picture and this coupon code and send it out to the people on your app since you have so many of my customers on there. So we did that, and uh, we started recording the data, and the data actually blew any loyalty program out of the water that was operating in the space. 
So I was like, okay, uh, maybe we should just forget about the bags, pivot a little bit, and just start the loyalty program based on the mobile app and add a couple of features so we could make it cool. And that's what we did. I mean, we made it extremely engaging to the customer because we knew if we got the customer, we got this, we, we, we can drive them to make the sale rather than focus on mainly in which is, this is what a lot of people did. And that was the mistake, I believe. And the loyalty programs we have today is that they focus so much on the dispensary, they forgot the customer. And that is the biggest part of the equation over here. I mean, if the customer is not engaged with the loyalty program, you have absolutely nobody that's going to come back and you're not going to be able to retain anybody in a, in a, in a good manner. Yeah. So we started, we started the click MG app, um, where you could uh, download the app, you can input your interests, so you could actually receive relevant deals. And keep in mind, in comparison to this, we have uh, text blasts, which means you know you walk in a dispensary, they take your number, they start texting you on a daily basis with their daily deals, your loyalty points, and so on. That was uh, obviously a little bit invasive. Nobody liked it. It was the only option that we had in the market, so people would keep it, or they would just send us a simple text message back saying stop. And they just keep going back into the dispensary without knowing what the deals were, without knowing what the loyalty count was. So, which really pushed us to develop this app. And as I mentioned, you download it, you input your interests, so you could actually receive these relevant deals from now on. And then you move over to following uh, your favorite dispensary. When you follow, you start receiving deals. Uh, you can set that up on your own time, whether you want to push notification or not. And when you receive the deals, you move, you go to the dispensary and you start redeeming them and collecting points. And we made it, we gamified it in a sense where when you do collect points, for example, Bruce, if you go to uh, Dispensary X and you have five points with them, and I also go to that same dispensary and you need five more points so you can go redeem at 20%, uh -huh. I could share you my points through the app so you could go redeem it. It's like sharing um, your frequent flyer miles or selling your frequent flyer miles on the uh, on Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah. So, you know, that pushes the, the consumer to um, engage more with the app as well as with the dispensary. And no loyalty points are left on the table, which means the dispensary is generating more um, yeah. cash and, and, you know, the sales are increasing. Yeah. yeah with that being said, you know, we're up to 10,000 users and we tried to make the app double as valuable. Back to that conversation where we were having uh, in regards to the advertising of food and entertainment. We still decided to do that, but without the QR code. So we um, we offer restaurants and, and entertainment businesses a method to advertise by us facilitating the whole thing, meaning they would give us a coupon. We would funnel it through a dispensary's loyalty program straight into the ClickMG app and their wallet would segregate into cannabis and non-cannabis deals. Got it. And how, I mean, I guess I, I'm curious how you approach it from the dispensary point of view. I'm assuming there's some hesitation or they have, they have some, you know, a little anxiety about sort of losing customers to the general app. How do you pitch it for the dispensary in terms of using your platform as their loyalty program when you're also having other dispensaries and you're, or you're giving users the ability to kind of move between dispensaries on the app? How do you, what does that value proposition look like for them that'll, that makes it still beneficial, even if you're creating a somewhat competitive market? Definitely twofold. I mean, the cannabis, uh, I mean, every dispensary has their own loyalty program. People don't like giving, giving out their numbers. So that's already invasive. And that's like a thing that they don't like. Number two, that it's, um, it's a marketplace, right? You need to be uh, just like Amazon and anything else. You need to be able to 
engage with your customer, give them the deals, be active on the platform itself so you can be able to retain uh, the customers. Yeah. The next thing is, is I'm already, for example, I'm already uh, enrolled in like three or four different loyalty programs without the Click MJ app, right? What we offer the customer is just, it's easier to be enrolled in a specific dispensary's loyalty program just by sitting on your couch, getting on the app and following them. Yeah. If it were for, if it were the other option, it means the customer needs to actually walk into the store and then and then sign up to the loyalty program. So there is, uh, you know, the, 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 the pros definitely uh, shatter the cons yeah. in, uh, in, in, in this situation. And if a dispensary decides, I mean, I have a, dis- I have a couple of dispensaries that we moved over from their own mobile application onto yep. the ClickMJ app. And uh, they're like, yeah, but we have our own mobile application and, you know, it's we're building on it. It's not right there yet, but, you know, we put in it a lot of effort. I'm like, why is that? It's like, you know, it's really hard to get a, the consumer to download an app yeah. for each and every one dispensary that they go to. Right. So yeah. uh, that's what we strive for. We strive for a universal app for the cannabis consumer where it's going to be convenient for them to use at uh, their favorite dispensaries, um, get their cannabis deals, collect their loyalty points, and uh, hopefully be able to order through the delivery as well. And how are you generating or adding users to the platform? Is it mainly through dispensary relationships and dispensary deals? Or are you generating, are you signing people up independently, you know, direct, direct to consumers, direct to cannabis users, where they're getting, they're just getting on the platform and then find the own dispensaries mm-hmm. and, and product. No, great question. Yeah, we definitely get them onboarded through the dispensary, and we have our own uh, marketing outreach. So we're um, highly involved with the local community when it comes to cannabis influencers and people who are in art and cannabis at the same time who have a following. So um, uh, and we have our own advertising outside. We go to our events, so we capture the cannabis consumer from everywhere, especially when they hear about the solution in regards to what's out in comparison to what's out in the market. Got it. It's it's exciting for them, but mainly we get them from the dispensary. Dispensary signs up the customers um, onto the loyalty platform. They tell them, "Hey, no more text blasts." Uh, download this app, follow us. It's on your own time, and then it can come in and start receiving uh, redeeming deals. We also didn't only like gamify it in a sense where customers can send points to each other, but they know they already know what they're going to be able to unlock, just like a game. Yeah. Um, hey, Bruce, you have a hundred points. You're going to be able to unlock like a five percent or a five dollars off. You have five hundred. This is where you're going to be able to unlock. So it gives you the vision, or it gives you the ability to envision what you're going to be able to do. Especially that cannabis consumers spend a lot of money cannabis yeah. as uh, as, as you know. Yeah, yeah, no, it's expensive. And I was, and all the points are specific to the dispensary. I can't transfer points from one dispensary to another. Uh, that is correct. Right. You cannot, okay, so but we have a, yeah. So the more you collect loyalty points through our system, the more we reward you with a click MJ token. Got that it. token is applicable to our uh, food and entertainment deals and, and not cannabis. Yeah, got it. Got it. And what, I guess, what have you noticed um, in terms of things you've had to change over time or any, any big epiphanies that you've had in the product development process in terms of realizing what a particular customer need is or a preferences about how they're going to navigate mm-hmm. or how they want to enroll? Or I'm just I'm curious what you've learned about the cannabis market, uh, having you know provided the solution and, and interacting with a lot of dispensaries and a lot of uh, cannabis users. For sure. I mean, any user absolutely has no patience when downloading an app. Yeah. It's got to be easy. They, be, they, they need to be able to navigate and get what they want within the, like, the first minute, or I'd say even less, um, of downloading the app. When it, when it comes to product development, we did notice that the cannabis consumer doesn't want to be spammed to go smoke cannabis. They just do so without being spammed, right? Nobody yep. needs to remind the cannabis consumer to um, smoke or consume <laughs> cannabis <laughs> on a daily basis. It's just, it just doesn't work yeah. that way. And it was a mistake. They tried spamming the customer in order to 
come back in and come consume cannabis when they were actually already coming in on that same yeah. day they had that text message blast. But so we gave them the option of um, either receiving a push notification when they receive a deal or not. So it's on their own time. So yeah. we don't have to increase the opt-out rate on uh, on the loyalty list. Yeah. And how have you, I mean, one of the things I always find fascinating or, or you know, complex about the cannabis space is just the whole kind of the types of products, the modalities, the all the different cultivars. I mean, how how have you kind of developed your taxonomy to help people navigate this space? I mean, and I, I always find that you know both challenging and interesting, as particularly for an earlier or a, a, a new cannabis user, just understanding what these different things are and what they mean and how they you know the, what the different effects are going to be. Like, how have you kind of dealt with mm. that uh, product taxonomy, product navigation? For sure. So what we are is like mainly a platform. Platform. We're a software platform. We offer it, offer it to dispensaries and they can do whatever they want with it. They push out the deals. They inform their customers about the new brands that they have and, and, and what that brand is specifically going to help them make them feel. In regards to strains and, and, and all that, we really don't focus um, on uh, on the effects. We partner up with other people that specialize uh, and are more professional than us in that field. But I've been a cannabis consumer since I was uh, 15, uh, for example. So really, when I looked at this, we built it for the crew and and the people around me mainly. So there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of pivots. um, There's a lot of ups and downs. uh, There's a lot of voting, (laughs) of course, within the team so we could reach um, product market fit with the cannabis consumer. So what a lot of people have done is that they started apps. They didn't make it universal. They made it very complicated. There was a lot of news in there for the general cannabis consumer. And uh, it was just a bit much. The cannabis consumer just wants a couple of things, right? They want to be able to uh, get their Deals, collect their points when they spend money so they could feel appreciated at the dispensary. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want to get food deals and entertainment deals because that happens anyways. And why go on a different platform when we can offer it to them and it's user friendly and simple to use? And to be able to find the store locator and the menu um, of the dispensary. So you know we're reaching an, uh, we're reaching universal app. The feedback from the consumer has been. I mean, couldn't be better, to be honest with you. They're surprised if something out like this, and they hope that something like this would have been out earlier. But, you know, timing is good for us. And, um, yeah, we reached product market fit a couple of weeks ago, and uh, now we're starting to scale. So we're moving into, like, Oregon, Colorado, Las Vegas. Uh, We're partnered up with the largest point-of-sale companies because I believe they see the value in us as a loyalty program and retaining customers. Yeah, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, when we talk about loyalty programs, uh, we talk about data and and the the revenue generation that has generated the the dispensary. Because if we're doing our job and and capturing the the traffic of of the consumers going through the ClickMJ and redirecting them to a specific dispensary, then we've done our job. And yeah. That's why we're really happy about that. And how I'm curious, what what are some of the analytics that you're you know either using or discovering as as you get people using the platform? I mean, how much are you seeing different types of behavior, you know, personas, you know, information that's been valuable to the dispensaries? I'm just curious what the insights you've been able to develop now that you've got you know a user base with some you know activity, some some use activity and results. What are some of the things you're learning? Definitely. So um, on average, we're uh, increasing the revenue by 33% after uh, three to four months. So when we do that and we show it to the dispensary, they have their portal, they have their dashboard, and they see everything that's going on anyways. And we give them all the analytics for them to make like a, a second decision. You know, obviously, when, when we're speaking about, about loyalty, we also tell them, hey, that these numbers m- m- mean this. For example, this customer that you had is an old customer. He came in and he spent two times the amount of an 
new customer that you acquired and you actually spent more to uh, acquire. So it only makes sense for them to retain their customers so they can get them to actually spend more. Um, the, the, The marketplace is a push because people can actually locate them, enroll and start getting their deals and they can get new customers. But um, in, in, in regards to data, yeah, um, 33% is, is on average um, on the extra bottom line revenue. Our demographic uh, demographics are all over the place. Um, we're anywhere in between 19 years old for medical uh-huh. all the way up to uh, 55 is uh, the majority. I know it's a big range, but yeah. a little bit over that is uh, hesitant. But, you know, we built this for this age group and mainly yeah. the millennials and people who are, you know, a little bit more tech savvy and um, and willing to do things in a, in, in a different way. Uh, you know, in, in regards to our portals and our analytics that we offer dispensaries, that's where it gets exciting for them. I mean, they get on, they can see, okay, so this we pushed this campaign on Monday, for example. What was the reach? How many impressions did we have? What were the shares? What were the redemptions? So it's like an Instagram advertising model. So you know exactly what was happening, be able to calculate the conversion rate and then act um, um, in, a, in a different way um, next time so you could generate more money. Yeah. Are so you doing them all um, the tools? Yeah. Are you offering uh, kind of multi-thread campaigns where you can do, you know, ABC testing of, of different, you know, different formats, different, you know, very variations on that campaigns and then do bake-offs, you know, figuring out which one is, which one is doing best and then amp up Correct. that one. Yeah. Yeah, correct, correct. So they could do all that and they could actually flex their points, um, flex their loyalty points. Meaning, you know, when you walk in a dispensary as a customer, you want to be getting the loyalty points at a high value. And uh, when you come back to spend them, you should actually be spending them on a little bit of a lower value. So the dispensary is making money. You're good with the deal. And that's how loyalty programs make money. Uh, What's out there are discount programs. Hey, Bruce, I'm sending you a text message. You're going to come in, you're going to get a 5% on your order or a 10% off on your order. That is a discount. And that is cutting into margins with us what they could also do is we so we offer the dispensary the platform in order for them to offer the in order for the customer to spend 10 times the amount of the discount before they get it or 20 times so you go you get a you you go you get fifty five dollars off and it means that you had to had spend two hundred dollars prior before you get that five dollars off right got it so so the essentially the the quote-unquote discount doesn't kick in until you reach a dollar volume sale yes exactly i mean that's how loads of program is supposed to make money. You walk yeah. in, you're supposed to make that store pay money over there so you could be appreciated and incentivized so so you could come and redeem your, you know, your uh, coupon or your $5 off. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And tell us about the yeah. third party, the the uh, food and, and other uh, offerings that you're non-cannabis offerings that you're providing. And I'm, I'm yeah. curious what you're finding in terms of the categories that are particularly interested in this. How are you finding them? Are, is there any complexity dynamics in terms of enrolling them into a program that's dealing with cannabis? I'm curious what resistance or uh, uh, just kind of complexity of doing the sale has been. Tell us about that side of business. For sure. Yeah, that's a funny one. Um, <laughs> uh, so we walk in a restaurant or we call up a restaurant and it's either an, uh, it's either a, a big yes or like a big no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, a big no would be like, uh, um, you know, would go speak to somebody, obviously a little bit old fashioned and uh, be like, hey, we want to advertise you to dispensary customers so we can get them to come in here. They're already buying food. And she'd be like, no, 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 no. Why would I want cannabis consumers in my restaurant on a daily basis? I'm like, okay, you know, maybe (laughs) (laughs) because you already have them. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. She just doesn't know. So there there is obviously that learning curve where, uh, you know, cannabis consumers could be anybody from an attorney to a lawyer to a doctor. Um, you know, so 
Uh, but when we do walk into different restaurants, you're like, sign us up. How much is it? We're ready to go. How far is this dispensary? Um, you know, all these restaurant and entertainment businesses who are open to it have already been trying to capture the driving yeah. foot traffic um, and, and, and all those customers to redirect them to their stores. And, and and they try, they go in and they put flyers into the restaurants and, and, and they can't do it online because of legalities. Yeah. You can't advertise anything that is usually being advertised to 21 and below to uh, cannabis consumers. Consumer, unless the audience is uh, 88 to 92 percent and above of 21 year olds. In our case, it's all 100 percent. We have an age verification and we're actually implementing a double age verification so we could make sure that we pass all these requirements. Yeah. But, you know, when we do advertise a restaurant, for example, I'll, I'll share a couple of stories. There was this restaurant that we had in Las Vegas and they were advertising to our users. They were giving them a free slice of apple pie uh, with their order of 25 bucks and up. So uh, <laughs> a week really? goes in. The, this coupon has been on the on the click mj app and uh, this restaurant calls us up and they're like hey man uh we need to change the coupon i was like what's going on is it not working and they're like no we ran out of, we ran out of <laughs> we don't have any more pie <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm my like, God. wow, that is a, you know, that is a good problem to have. Yeah. I'm like, sure, what do you guys have? I mean, what's your next coupon? Let's offer it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we offered it. And obviously we start off as a month free for these advertisers. And that was the point where we're like, okay, it's been a, uh, it's been a couple of weeks. So we're going to actually sign you in so you can start paying starting next month. <laughs> I love it. And uh, yeah, so, you know, it makes sense. Entertainment, uh, when it comes to entertainment, obviously nothing liable to uh, where's a dispensary or us. So you, we don't want you, uh, you know, consuming a joint and then go racing uh, a Ferrari around a track in yes. Vegas. <laughs> yes. But um, you know, every, anything that is um, uh, applicable and and uh, within reason, uh, you're going to be getting at a 10% off because that's our discount. Uh, that's our business model. Okay. If anybody wants to advertise to the cannabis consumer in order to enter the Click MJ network, you need to be giving a 10% off because you've ignored us for so long. And um, <laughs> and then this is the time to, uh, you know, make it right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. This is uh, payback, payback for you. Yeah. And tell us about the internet, the expansion at this point. So um, you're based in California right now. You mentioned that you're moving into a couple of the markets. How are you choosing the markets? What's your kind of rollout strategy? What are you anticipating or what are you seeing in terms of challenges, you know, just to actually get traction in some of these other markets? I, I imagine there's some kind of, you know, concentration level that you need to get to to have that network effect really kind of kick in. Mm-hmm. But what are you mm-hmm. learning so far? I'm learning that we need to hire the right people. And we mm-hmm. have been. Yeah. So, you know, the right person can take you a lot of places. I don't get people, obviously, you know, Steve Jobs says this or somebody else, if I'm not mistaken, we don't get people to tell them what to do. They come and they do their thing so they can help us excel. And that's why we hire them. So, you know, when for, I hired somebody in Colorado, it wasn't like a sales rep that was fresh, brand new into the industry. No, we got somebody with a Rolodex. Look, this is the product yeah. and uh, this is the added value. And this is how we could all scale and eventually all be paid. So we do the same thing in every state. It takes us about three to six months to hire every individual just so we can make sure that we're hiring the right person for the job. Uh, and we're not missing out on any other interviews. Our connections take us a long way as well. So in regards to scaling, we're partnered up with the top seven point of sale companies. We're talking MJ Freeway, Flow Hub, sure. uh, Cova Point of Sale, you know, just to name a few. And uh, we have partnerships with them yeah. where they're going to actually be selling the ClickMJ platform for us for a very small commission or referral fee. Uh, that being said, uh, that plugs us into um 
most of the network um, and most of the dispensaries in the nation because that's what they cover. And um, that boosts us. Besides that, we're partnered up with an ad- we're advisory firms that actually go out and bid for these dispensary and manufacturing licenses. So when we do partner up with them on from the beginning, we get the dispensary owner before he or she even thinks about getting a loyalty program. Yeah. So we yeah. get in there, we're like, hey, we're Quick MJ. We're going to offer you a month free. This is going to generate you money. It's uh, the leading loyalty program in the market. This is what engages the customer so you can get them back to your store. Yeah. Boom, we sign. They open up their dispensary in a month. We get rolling. So, you know, scaling has a number of a number of aspects, especially with us, because we're selling two products, mainly the advertising plus the tech two dispensaries. When it comes to advertising in regards to scaling, we're looking at national enterprises soon enough. We started talking with uh, a couple of large companies such as Uber Eats and uh, Postmates because it only makes sense for them yeah. to en- uh, enter this market soon enough. And we're starting a self-service online, just like Instagram. I mean, let's say, Bruce, you're a, you work at uh, Taco Bell, for example, and you want to you wanna advertise to all the dispensaries in ClickMJ, or let's say half of them and within the ClickMJ network. You get on the website, you choose which dispensary you want to advertise to, it gives you the price, you pay, you plug in your coupon, your picture... It blasts it, start time, expiration time, how many redemptions you want off this specific deal. It goes through, gets funneled on its own. So that is a self-service is a really big thing for us as well. Yeah, no, I like it. And it makes expansion that much easier. You know, if people are able to do it themselves and you can kind of. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. It's only a matter of time. You know, word of mouth takes you a long way. It already started. But when it comes to advertising and as legalized, as the cannabis industry grows and, you know, because obviously we're in its infancy stage right now and everything's new, everything's being built. All the rules and regulations are new. So once we are close to federal legalization, I believe we're going to be heavily expanding when it comes to advertisers because it's just going to become the norm. Got it. Mm-hmm. And and tell us more about like what you see in terms of the future, the things you're focused on. What does your strategic plan look like? The things that you're anticipating, you know, changing the market. I don't know if there's particular regulatory, you know, changes that are likely to happen or there, there's various kind of bills in Congress, and, you know, potential mm-hmm. things that could happen. What are the things that you're most focused on and, and why, why do you see them as important to your business? For sure. We're mainly focused on staying compliant and staying compliant in different regions uh, of the world. So what we figured out about a month and a half ago is that we are one of the only loyalty programs applicable and compliant to operate in specific provinces in Canada, which was a big thing for us. And that just happened by coincidence. uh, And uh, we're extremely happy, which is why we're moving into 35 stores over there before March. So uh, let's put it this way. Dispensaries, they whenever they want to interact with their with their consumer, they initiate the uh, the the engagement. Right. They send out that text message. They split the demographic into, oh, these. These people want this. These people want that. And in specific provinces in in, um, Canada, that is illegal. It cannot be you cannot discriminate between your customers as a dispensary. With us, on the other hand, it's the user that initiates everything or the customer, the cannabis consumer. They they download the app. Yeah, exactly. They say, yeah, we like flowers. So this is what we're going to be receiving uh, when it comes to deals. You know, it's it's all done by the end user. And uh, it keeps us compliant. So we're really on top of that in Canada as well as in the United States so that at any given time, a new rule comes out. Something minor changes, we're ready to pivot. Yeah, I think keeping up with the kind of the changing laws and the regulatory issues, is it's hard for many companies. And I think if you don't have a strategic plan to really kind of figure that out, you, you can often get caught flat-footed. So 
good. Oh, good oh yeah. Good together. Remy, this oh, has been yeah. great. If people want to find out more about you, about ClickMJ, what's the best way to get that information? ClickMJ.com. That's like C-L-I-Q-U-E-M-J.com. Support at ClickMJ.com is our uh, email. If you guys want to uh, shout out, send us something. We also have a really nice marketing campaign uh, that has been out and catching some traffic online. So cannabis consumer, you have a story about cannabis, you want to share it and let us know how you started cannabis. Shoot us an email to support at ClickMJ.com. We'll plug that into our Instagram and uh, we'll feature you. Besides that, if they're a dispensary, because if they listen to this podcast, you're going to get two months free from us specifically, as long as they mention your name, Bruce, and uh, we'll get them started. I will. I appreciate that. I'm, I will put those links in the show notes and the handles on the show notes so people can click through, uh, get that, get the email address, etc. I mean, those have been great. So I'm, fast, I'm always fascinated about tech in the cannabis space, what people are doing to you know create markets, create connections, you know, developing insight through uh, data analytics. So you know, you're in a great space. I'm really curious to see how things play out for you. And thank appreciate you for taking the time today. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much, Bruce. Looking forward to speaking to you again soon. You've been listening to Thinking Outside the Bud with business coach Bruce Eckfeldt. To find a full list of podcast episodes, download the tools and worksheets and access other great content. Visit the website at thinkingoutsidethebud.com. And don't forget to sign up for the free newsletter at thinkingoutsidethebud.com forward slash newsletter. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.